Welcome back to Ramban 613. We are up to the 6th and 7th Aliyah of Parshas Noah. We'll finish the Parsha this week. And in the 6th Aliyah, the Torah describes Noah after the flood, how he plants a vineyard, drinks the wine, gets intoxicated, is violated by his son, and he wakes up, he hears about this, he curses his son, or more accurately, his grandson, and gives blessing to sh- blessings to the other two children, Shem and Yafes, who acted respectfully to their father when he was in a state of shamefulness. We then, the Torah then describes the next generations that fall, that come out from Noah. There are 70 offsprings, 70 grandsons and great-great-grandsons that come from Noah. And finally, the last section talks about the Tower of Bavel. The Tower of Bavel um, is a very, very challenging section. It's hard to understand. The Torah is very not clear in terms of what went wrong. Why is it that God had to punish them? Why God felt the need to punish them? And the Ramban's approach, the Ramban uh, uses here, he gets a little bit Kabbalistic and, Kabbalistic and talks about the fact that they were, so to speak, infringing upon the heavens in some way. They were they were going beyond human the human realm. Uh, it's very unclear exactly what he means, and we'll come back at a later point to talk about some of the Kabbalah of the Ramban. I'll just mention briefly, you know, the Ramban does something very interesting when he come when it comes to Kabbalah, he, he, he on the one hand he says you'll not you won't understand this unless you have a tradition. At the same time, he shares it. So you have to ask yourself, what is the point? You know, if you have the tradition, you'll understand it, but then you don't need the Ramban. If you don't have the tradition, you're going to read it and it won't make sense to you. So what in the world is the Ramban trying to get to by sharing these Kabbalistic points? And so uh, there is a beautiful book called Nachmanides by Professor Halberstam, Halberstam, who suggests that the Ramban at that precise moment in history was dealing with uh, many people who were sharing uh, ideas of Kabbalah, which he felt were completely wrong and, and, and off. And, and really not Kabbalistic ideas. He firmly believed that Kabbalah only could be learned through tradition and people developing their own ideas was simply wrong. Uh, there was a lot of disputes, a lot of letters that we have uh, that speak about him, you know, uh, casticizing uh, some people who are sharing some Kabbalistic ideas which he feels to be uh, inappropriate to share with people who are inappropriate and are going ahead and developing ideas which are, which are simply out of our tradition. And therefore, what R- Professor Haberstam suggests is that the Ramban was the gatekeeper. He shares just a little bit so that those who later on will claim, hey, this is the idea, they'll have to go and see, do those ideas match up to what the Ramban wrote? If they do, great, then that means that person is legitimate carrier of this tradition. If they are not, then that means that they are out of the, out of the canon, they're not, not really part of our tradition. So this is why the Ramban, again, so I'm, I'm making, mentioning a global point over here, the Ramban consistently does this, mentions just enough that, to, to intrigue us, but doesn't really develop it further. The idea is not for you and I to read, but for those who are trying to, to breach the walls of the tradition. Those who are introducing new ideas, which he feels is completely wrong, he is the gatekeeper ensuring that there is a copy to look back on it, to say, do these ideas match up with the Ramban's teaching us? If they do, great, we know this person's part of our tradition. If they don't, that means these ideas have no place in our Misora, in our tradition. I look forward to starting Parshas Lech Lecha next week. Have a wonderful Shabbos.